opinion, sound off on the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line at 405-651-3439. Or call the Riverwind Casino call-in line at 405-329-9000. Live from the Buffalo Wild Wing Studios, it's The Rush with Teddy Lehman and Tyler McComas. Billy T. Tubbs, coaches uh, feared him, his fans and players loved him, but he was also a little bit like a renaissance man. He, he was ahead of his time. If he was up 50, he wanted to go up 60. Uh, he played anywhere, anytime. Uh, his, he had tremendous uh, teams, uh, and other coaches really respected him because he coached a style that everybody would have loved to. Oklahoma needed Billy. Here's Kelvin Sampson. A few words about Coach Billy Tubbs there, uh, which, you know, Coach Sampson's team on Saturday blasted Texas yeah, uh, by 21. Uh, so they've got it going. But good to hear from him. That was uh, pretty well done the whole, whole week leading up to it. And uh, obviously on Saturday, wish the result of the basketball game was different, but all, all of the other stuff surrounding it, really nicely done. Hey, Bill Self said after the game, He's a guy, he was a guy that you loved to hate, but once you got to know him, you hated it because you couldn't help but love him. <laughs> that's, that's, and, and I, uh, Bill was at uh, Oklahoma State at that time, but you know yeah. that they hated him up there or loved to hate him up there, but once you got to know him, couldn't help but love Billy Tubbs, man. Yeah. And yeah, everything that was said again, I, I said it earlier, but I got to repeat it. What Tommy did, his son, the, the, the speech that he gave, the presentation that he gave was, was awesome, man. It was from the heart. It was it was cool. Yeah. The second half was not enjoyable, but halftime and everything they did to honor Billy, including putting his name up in the rafters, is, is pretty sweet. Yeah, it was, it was awesome. Now, hoops. Uh, we got a little bit of time off before need it, man. We go to Stillwater to play Oklahoma State, who had a really nice home win over BYU, top twenty-five team, beat them by ten, ninety-three, eighty-three over the weekend. Um, we got to get healthy. Got to get some guys back. Um, obviously, got to work on a, a, a couple of things, but it feels like some time to kind of regroup a little bit right now may go a long way for those guys, right? Yeah, I, I mean they're they're beat up, couple of injuries. One, of, I mean, would you do you not think that this is one of the biggest games of the year, games of the season coming up on Saturday? I mean, they're clearly not the best team that you'll play, just given the current situation. It, it feels like it's going to be one of the most important games of the year. Well, so I it feels like a week off at this time is much needed before that one on Saturday. Yeah, I mean, I, I mathematically, it's not a must win, but whenever you look realistically at the schedule, I mean, you got to go at number six Iowa State. You're at home against number two Houston, and then. You got Cincinnati at home and at Texas to close out. So, like at Iowa State, at home against Houston, those are two games that, considering where we are right now, you can't you can't really pencil those in as as games that you're going to win. Maybe maybe you do, like you can, but yeah, if you're looking realistically, you've got three games that you got a good chance of of being able to win, and. Two of those are on the road, and that's that makes things difficult. At Oklahoma State and at Texas, you're on the road against your two rivals. So it's hard to, like, 
say those are guaranteed W's, and then you're at home against Cincinnati. So, like, none of them are easy, but, like, this is this is one that you've got to put in the bank right now. Well, you know what? Like, we keep saying, like, must-win scale. We do that for every game. Is this a must-win game or not? At some point, we need to start talking about must win, whatever, must start playing a lot better on offense. <laughs> right. Because whether they're a lock for the NCAA tournament, they're going to make it or not, it's not going to be a pretty first round if they continue to have lulls offensively like they've been having for like the yeah. past month or so. You know, like Saturday was not a good offensive day. It looked like it was going to be for the first 18 minutes, but we know what the second half was. And then you look before that, Baylor was not a good offensive night at mm-hmm. all. Um, before that game, you had Oklahoma State at home. You won, but that wasn't a good offensive game. Like, you, you get the point here. Like The BYU game before that, they played well offensively. Give them that. But UCF, no. Kansas State, like you won that game, but you missed a lot of free throws. The point is, must win, Like whatever we kind of look at those games as, this team has got to be more consistent offensively. Got to play They better. can't go one of 11 from three-point range. I just can't be consistent moving forward, and they've got to find a way to make it easier for themselves on offense. Because like, this team just doesn't get a whole lot of easy buckets. You, you notice that? Whether it's on yeah. transition or just in the half-court offense, it feels like everything that they get, and maybe it's only 55 points like it was, or 57 points like it was on Saturday, but it's like they have to scratch and claw and fight for everything they get offensively, and nothing really comes easy. Well, tell me, why is that? Do you see... Is there flaws in what they do? Like, I just don't think that they have a matchup on the floor that is where the opposing team says, okay, like, yikes. I, I don't expect them to have a Hunter Dickinson down there. Right. But that's a real matchup issue. Kevin McCuller, I think you could say, is a matchup issue. It, it just doesn't feel like they have someone right now that can take someone off the dribble, someone down low that they get the ball in the paint, it's trouble. It's just a bunch of guys right now trying to hit shots from the outside that aren't falling. Pass it around and then throw up a right, a, you know, a long jump shot. Yeah, I don't know. I, I it's I'm not. I don't know the inner workings of, of basketball and how they're trying to generate all the offense and everything. I just, to me, a lot of it looks stagnant. You know, I I think McCollum's got a really good handle, but. I don't see them really working to get him matched up on maybe a big or someone that he can take off the bounce and and collapse a defense and maybe dish to a guy as help has to come over. Just you don't get a whole lot of, of movement. You don't get a lot of penetration off the dribble. I don't know. I it's I will give it up to Jalen Moore though. Yeah. And you correctly pointed out a week ago, very nice job by you. Mm-hmm that he'd been OU's best player for the past few games. And he had 17 on Saturday, 5 of 10 from the floor, 2 of 5 from three-point range. Yeah, I mean, I, I early in the year, I don't think people identified him as their best offensive threat. Right. He was just the guy most likely to break the backboard with the dunk. But he's get, consistently over the past two, three weeks or so, he's given you a consistent level on offense that nobody else has. Yeah, I think it's – I mean, he's he, he's been – Gosh, you you go back quite a bit, and you know he's been the most athletic guy on the on the roster for some time, and it's been absolutely apparent. But you know, I mean, you you see the consistency there, the athleticism, you know, rebounding, running the floor. 
you know, he's hit some threes whenever they need him to. He's not a volume three-point shooter, but he's hit some of those those big ones for him. Yeah, I, I mean, I really like what I've seen from him. And the problem is he is not a – he's not – at least his game right now, in my opinion, he's not like a, a featured piece. Sure. He's like a, you know, one of the guys that kind of gets him, gets his on the, you know, on the secondary level. But he's still like, if they didn't have him playing at the level he's playing at right now, they'd be in a world of world of trouble. I'm just already nervous thinking about Saturday. Like, do I think OU's better than Oklahoma State? Yeah, I, I do think OU's better than Oklahoma State. But OSU is not going to the NCAA tournament. No. They may not even be going to the NIT tournament. Right. So here's their season on Saturday. It's it's one of those that makes you even more nervous about this game because you know we know how they feel about everything. It's they've, they they've been very vocal about that. Last time you might go to GIA for a few years, so they're they're going to want to hand it to you, right. and you'll see a different version of Oklahoma State than you've seen most of the year. I think we're all expecting that. You know, I'll tell you what's interesting about them is. You have to go all the way back to their when they played at home against TCU. Right, they beat West Virginia at home, nice performance. Lost at Kansas, then they beat K State at home, seventy-five, seventy-two. Lost on the road to Houston, lost on the road to Oklahoma. Then they beat BYU at home, so they got a three-game winning streak at home right now, uh, and they're playing some pretty good basketball now. And they pushed you at home, like they yeah. had not been a good. I think the only close road games that they had had this year, OU's won, but they, did they have K-State, another? K-State. They barely seven, lost, lost to K-State. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> every other road game they had played, they were getting blown out. Blown out. Yeah. So you get to sit back and watch them. They're going on the road again against Cincinnati, and you hope their road woes continue. And you don't want them coming off of – you know, the, the nice top 25 win against BYU at home, you don't want them to back that up with a win at Cincinnati to where, you know, they're feeling really good coming back and going to have a, a crowd there waiting on them. So be nice if Cincinnati could get the dub there to kind of shake that confidence a little bit. But either way, I mean, it really doesn't matter. Win or lose at Cincinnati, you're going to have an Oklahoma State team that, okay, whatever, we, we're not making the tournament, but, you know, we can hang our hat on something this year. It's going to be knocking Oklahoma's opportunity to go to the tournament down. In happier news, yeah. and probably the uh, big story of the day, Curtis Lofton got a new role with the OU football program. He's the GM. Is it official? He's the general manager. Well, it's being reported that okay. it is. And it's even being reported that he's been kind of working behind the scenes in that role for a, uh, for a bit. But, yeah, OU Insider reported that uh, about two hours ago. So I think the main question we've been getting today is, okay, cool. I'm happy for Curtis, happy that it is Curtis. What the heck does that mean? What's a general manager title for a college football team? And I don't think it's identical to that of an NFL GM because there's a lot more contract situations that need to be worked out. But it does sound like it's a – just more of a roster build, roster evaluation, evaluating the portal – evaluating maybe in recruiting your own roster as well. That's kind of what it – this this new GM role in college football, which is only about a couple of months old, it feels like, roster evaluation seems like to be the key key point here for, for this new role for, for Curtis. Well, yeah, I think roster evaluation. And then 
you know, I don't think it's I don't think it's there right now, but at some point the NIL it, it, whenever you talk to people involved, most people you know, it's pretty unanimous that most people think that the NIL sooner rather than later is going to be merged in whatever capacity with the athletic departments. And whenever that happens, I think that's whenever you're really going to see the, you know, air quotes GM model for college football come into play. It's going to be balancing NIL funds with your team and, and in whatever, whatever the, the framework legality is at the time trying to balance whatever whatever your proceeds are whatever your your salary cap for lack of a better term with the players you know whether it's transfer guys coming in you know guys that are returning that have come off of a really good season you know young recruits five-star recruits out there i think that is ultimately what that position is going to be now how much of that is going on right now I don't know. I don't know, like, really the, the behind-the-scenes stuff, but, you know, that's got to be handled at the university level whenever that starts, and a lot of people feel like that's going to start pretty quickly. Why, why is Curtis a good hire for this for this role? I, I think he's the perfect hire for a bunch of reasons. I think he, um, you know, number one, he understands Brent Venables, understands Venables' vision, for the program, understands the type of guys that he likes, understands, you know, his system and and, and what they need from from their players. He is he's young enough to where he I think he relates with a lot of these players, and you know, the, probably the main factor is what he says carries a lot of weight with it. You know, he. He played for Venables, played at Oklahoma at a really high level, had a really good NFL career. So what he says to these guys about making money carries a lot of weight. So, I, I mean, I think I think he's a, a great hire for a bunch of reasons. And I think he is the hire for a bunch of reasons. And he's been doing a lot of it at, at the point right now. I mean, he's already been doing a lot of stuff behind the scenes, so you're not getting a guy, you know, just, you know, coming in off the street he has a really good understanding of what they're doing well we're trying to figure out what's uh going on going on with the basketball team here rayford young could tell us probably or at least give a better explanation <laughs> of what's he, going on i don't know if he wants but that, we don't want to do that today <laughs> we want to talk about this amazing facility that we're at and i can talk basketball yeah <laughs> I, 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 I know basketball you can talk days. some hoops but yeah. the initial thoughts of this facility the first day it became a, a thing we're, we're, we're going to do this to Today, what it is now, what it looks like. How, how proud of you? Uh, how proud are you of this place? It's, it's, it's incredible. It's awesome. Like I keep telling the story about how. I mean, it doesn't. It sounds, you know, PC or whatever, but it's the truth. Like it's a community, right? Like, you know, I was saying earlier, I'm a Texas kid. I was born in Texas. I had two kids born in Texas, but I also have two kids born here in Norman. So, and my wife is from Shawnee, Oklahoma. So when we moved here and trying to find our way, you know, there were just people in the community that supported us. And uh, our kids were raised playing basketball at the YMCA. They had the daycare, after school daycare there. But I'm telling you, the YMCA, as much as we loved it, you know, it was, it was tough. Three courts, the courts were slippery. 
you know, you had 20 kids on one court, so it, it was just, it was, uh, it was tough, but it was a grind, but it was something that was needed, apparently, because it worked, right? <laughs> so to be here where we're at today, where we have uh, a huge facility that, that the people in this community voted for, Norman Regional is part of it, you know, they have a sports re- rehab here, it's, it's, it's just cool, man. It's cool. And I hate to say this, and I hope people don't take it lightly, but it's not hard. I don't think it's, I don't think it's that difficult if you ingrain yourself in a community and you have relationships and you network. And uh, I was joking earlier when I said that uh, the city of Norman said this facility is going to cost $35, 40000000 million. And Trey was so excited about that. He's like, okay, let's pay for it all. So I'm like, you know, <laughs> slow down, man. Like, let, you know, let's save some of this money you're making. But, you know, for our, for our family foundation to, I say only, and I say it lightly, but for our family foundation to only have to donate $4 million, you know, from a kid that's on his second NBA contract, like, this is something you're supposed to do. I mean, you guys know sports. You guys play and have been around athletes. Like, when you make it to that level, like, you're supposed to do this. And... And Trey understands that, and I just, I, I can't, you know, say enough how proud I am of him and our family, and we have a tight, close-knit family with two boys and two girls, and they just, you know, every, we all support each other. When you guys imagined the, the whole thing from the beginning, and I don't know who, like, where it all started, but is this the finished product? Is this what you envisioned? Is, like, whenever you, the, the first little seed was planted? Yeah, so imagine this, like, Dr. Bond, uh, who is a staple in this community uh, on the orthopedic side. As a kid, when my kids would get injured, I, I talk about Trey a lot or even, you know, any of my daughters, when they got injured, I would call Dr. Bond, and he would make sure Trey would get through the back door to get his ankle looked at, you know, because mm-hmm. he saw the potential in him. And that garnered a relationship where I'm like, man, this guy really gets it. You know, we have a kid, they may go high major division one, and who knows, may go even further than that. So I would be remiss if I didn't give him a ton of credit because this was his vision to have a basketball court uh, attached to, you know, the sports, you know, rehab side. But with that being said, you know, Trey made that vision what it is right now, which made it grander because, you know, the city of Norman was always going to do this. There was a, uh, I don't know if it was a TIF or whatever, but it was it was a vote to to uh, build a new facility. But it was only going to have I think two courts, and and for us and our foundation and for Trey, he said if we're going to partner with this, I mean that's that's not impactful. Two courts mm-hmm. is impactful, you know. Let's make it twelve. Let's make it ten. Let's make it eight. And with his relationship with Adidas and knowing every college coach in the country, let's let's use our resources and our connections to have huge basketball tournaments. Because Trey saw how much I struggled with four kids to take him around the country to get exposure. Like, imagine me taking him to Dallas one weekend. The next weekend, we're going to Kansas City. The next weekend, we're going to Chicago. Only only for the hopes of seeing a coach, you know, recognize him and his game. So five years ago, six years ago, that vision was to, you know, what if we partner with him and we can bring that to Norman to where now you have the Bill Selfs of the world coming to Norman, the John Calipari's coming to Norman. You know, the Porter Mosiers getting up out of his bed and driving across Rock Creek. It's better to do it in your home gym. I mean, you know your home gym. And if you can perform in front of names like that, it helps a lot. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, it's it's, it's a big deal. And, you know, for us to be able to give kids an opportunity at exposure, that's 
that's huge. And I I do want to say it, it's not just about those high level kids. It's about these kids in the community too, in, in the community also that just want to play basketball. You know, there's some kids that could care less about wanting to go Division One or NBA. They just they want to play basketball. So and that's what this is for too. So Rayford Young is our guest. When are you going to start the Rayford Young Tuesday Night Pickleball League out here? <laughs> is that in the works already? Man, that yeah, I, that's not in the works, but that's a great idea. <laughs> you know, my daughter's sitting here. Maybe I can ask her to put that together. But, you that's know, the pick- thing with it. Uh, it's not just basketball. It's volleyball. Nah, it's pickleball. It's, They're telling me that is there football yeah, field out there as yeah, well? Well, they got a turf. They're going to be putting down. There's going to be a sand volleyball court, you know, in the back. And, you know, what's cool to see is uh, – and what, what, what I tell people when they ask about basketball, I'm like, I've got two daughters that were really high-level athletes. And volleyball is important in our family as well. So if you walk around those courts, you're going to see the little holes where they put the, the, mm-hmm. the volleyball uh, poles in. So, you know, those courts turn into 12 volleyball courts. So you're going to see a bunch of, of those tournaments here as well. It's taken off. Volleyball's taken off around here no, in the last sure. couple of years. For sure. It's, it's, it's high-level. And, again, you know, with my daughters, we would have to drive up to Edmond or Wichita, mm-hmm. and you know they they even played in big tournaments in Denver. So imagine if we could have those type of event, of events here in Norman. And not only that, you know, just to get into the economic side of it, you know, it's it's big for our community that people will visit and go to our restaurants, stay at our hotels. And hey, I was just down in Dallas for my niece's soccer this this past weekend. Yeah. They had a soccer thing How much down there. You spend, man? Like, it's crazy. Yeah, a lot. Yeah, yeah. A lot, and everywhere we went was packed. I mean, there's there's people from all over the country that were there. So, I mean, it's the same thing. You're right. It's yeah. It's it, it's big for the local uh, economy for sure. Yeah. And How was the All Star Game? It was fun, man. Well, the like game the game sucked. <laughs> but but the All Star Weekend is cool, man. Like for me, being someone who's followed the game for as long as I have, I just like walking through the hotel. And seeing Kareem, I'm seeing Dr. J. Like I can care less about, you know, seeing LeBron or some of these young guys or whatever. I mean, it's it's still cool and great to see them, but I love seeing all the old legends. I mean, I saw Larry Bird this weekend, and you know, for me, that's that's a big deal. Uh, but it was fun, man. Trey came close to winning another three point contest. Yeah. Like, is I'm sitting there. Well, actually, I'm standing up and I'm like shooting with him, and I'm leaning. I'm like, stay on balance, son. <laughs> like if he'd have hit one more shot. He would have won, and uh, you know it's it's just fun to be there to have those opportunities. And sometimes I got to step back because we're all competitive, right? We're all competitive, and I want him to to just keep going, keep going, and keep going. But then I step back and say, okay, my son is six one, one hundred sixty pounds, playing in a game full of giants. So mm-hmm. I need to appreciate where he is right now and just understand that. I mean, man, you're one. You're one of of many. You know, I mean, one of one of a few, and just just to step back sometimes, just appreciate where he is. So it was fun. Yeah, really cool stuff, man. We appreciate you. I know this is. Uh, I got one a, more. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, he talked. He talked about yeah. Trey. Talked about his two daughters playing volleyball. I just remember when we we're calling games for Trey at Norman North. Mm-hmm. See this little kid out there handling the basketball <laughs> on the floor by himself. I'm like, that's that's Timothy. Like you could just oh, tell that kid at a young age. Yeah. He had handles. He could play. I'm, I'm guessing he's coming up next. Yeah. Yeah, Timothy's Timothy's pretty good. He's pretty good. I will say, I, you know, my goal, and I say my wife and I, our goal with Timothy is don't put too much pressure on him, because man, it, it's tough to live up to Big Brother, man. Mm-hmm. And 
Right now he's going to school at Heritage Hall. Uh, he wants to go to Norman North and break all his brother's records. So <laughs> I got to tell him to step back because, you know, Trey averaged 43 points a game. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, the best thing about Timothy is he's always smiling, man. There's no pressure on him. He's a good kid. The difference in him, I'll tell you guys, is when Trey was that age, you know, mom and dad didn't necessarily have the money, so we would go to Thunder games and sit in Loud City. Mm-hmm. There's not many games, if any, that Timothy's not sitting on the floor seats shaking hands with KD, LeBron, Steph, and everything. So he's still he has that passion, but he's looking for that one thing that's going to push him over the edge because the thing that pushed Trey over the edge is – always being so little and always being up in the Raptors saying, Dad, I want to play against KD and Russ one day. I want to be down there. So that's the difference. But It's wild, you know, whenever you can walk around, uh, 99.9% of of kids that walk around, it's not possible. Right. It's shut off in the mind, kind of. Right. But whenever you're in that world and it is possible and you've seen it, it opens up things that 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 are – Really mind blowing. So yeah. that's pretty cool to see how that's going to turn out. That's no, I, fun. Appreciate, I appreciate you asking about Tim. Yeah. Too. He's already asked me. He's like, Dad, I'm going to, is it okay if I just stay with Trey this summer in LA and just train with him? So I could just see it clicking right now. He's ready to. I just remember when Trey committed. Um, the yeah. whole family sitting up there. Timothy just had the biggest smile on his face, oh, yeah. just sitting right yeah. next to Trey. I mean, that's his big brother, man. And he's, he's seen him smile. He's seen him cry. And uh, he, knows, he knows what it's going to take. So now it's just up to him to make it happen and if it doesn't happen i mean i'm still happy you know he's going to be happy he, he's good either way i just want him to enjoy life and don't have any pressure of trying to live up to what big brother did well yeah. some other day we'll have you on for 30 minutes and talk about what's going on man, I, I with really ou basketball it, you know talking basketball <laughs> mojo's going to be fine man just stay patient they got to get some more kids it's tough with all this nil and yep. kids being here one year and then they're wanting a paycheck the next year so Trust me, I, I can talk about that all day. I'm passionate about it, and I think the NCAA is going to have to – well, someone's going to have to make a change because it's, it's only going to get worse before it gets better. Yep. Well, we appreciate you. I know it's been a whirlwind here, yeah. but uh, we sure appreciate everything Thank that you, you guys, guys have done. All right, love what you all are doing, man. Thanks. Awesome. Thank you. All right, good stuff there. Uh, well, I guess we need to hit a timeout. We're late. Couple yeah. uh, couple segments left. Quick timeout. More from The Rush coming up. Stay tuned. The word is spreading, and the Ref Army is growing. Keep telling your friends and family that there's only one station for true Sooner fans, and that's the Ref Radio Sports Network, and worldwide on the KREF app. Are you in need of purchasing your own health insurance? Are you turning 65 and confused about Medicare? Are you an employer looking at offering benefits to your staff? Call the agents at Allison Insurance. They'll sort through the confusion. They're not captive to just one company, and they'll get the best option for you. Don't get frustrated. Call Allison Insurance at 800-580-5587 or 745-2968. Allison Insurance. They are the experts. Looking for a trusted, locally owned and operated roofing company in Oklahoma? Black Thunder Roofing is a top-rated Home Advisor Elite Service Award winner and recipient of multiple Angie Superior Service Awards. They can do it all. Black Thunder also does free inspections and estimates. Locally operated in Norman and Edmond, Black Thunder Roofing serves OKC's metro area south to Purcell, Noble, Blanchard, as well as Yukon, Mustang, Bethany, and Piedmont. Visit BlackThunderRoofing.com or call 405-473-8028 for your free estimate today. Hi, I'm Todd an OG&E lineman serving Norman. 
It's my job to provide reliable energy for your home and business. But I can't do that without your support and Yes Vote on March 5th. A Yes Vote on March 5th allows me access to city easements so I can make repairs and restore power in Norman as swiftly and as safely as possible. A Yes Vote on March 5th allows me to respond quickly in an emergency. Help me serve you. Vote Yes to renew the agreement on March 5th. This is Monty Markham at Markham's Nursery. Now is a great time to visit Markham's for trees, shrubs, flowers, bulbs, seeds, pottery, and much more. You'll also find our customized 100% organic soils to plant them in. And remember to visit our website at MarkhamsNursery.com for specials, plant and flower information, and helpful how-to videos. Come and see us at any of our four locations. Markham's Nursery, just had the sun. Chaos returns to Norman this spring, and Oklahoma baseball season tickets are on sale now. Seats start at $90 and include access to all 28 home games, including matchups with Oklahoma State, Kansas State, Baylor, Texas, and more. Join Oklahoma baseball at Eldale Mitchell Park all season long for as little as 90 bucks. For more information and to reserve your seats today, visit Soonersports.com. Somewhere, there's a river rushing through the woods while someone rushes through their day. There's a mountain looking up at the sky while someone looks down at their phone. A trail waiting to be walked while someone waits for a latte. This world is full of somewheres waiting for someone just like you. So go see yours at 154 National Forests and 20 Grasslands. And to learn more, visit nationalforest.org. The National Forest Foundation. See your somewhere. Dear hero, whoever you are, you save lives. I live with sickle cell and the pain and the issues that come along with sickle cell every day. I'm most grateful that people are willing to go out there and take their time, their blood, and give me new life. Because of you, I'm allowed to see my son grow up. Giving equals living. Give blood. Replenish the supply. Learn more at hhs.gov slash giveblood. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. People are always looking to invest in a good opportunity. So what if you could invest in the future of kids, like a stock? Not the kind of stock that's about making money, but a stock for social change called Better Futures. With your investment, it helps students like me go to college. My name is Charles, and I'm your dividend. Invest in Better Futures with UNCF. Visit uncf.org slash invest. A mind is a terrible thing to waste, but a wonderful thing to invest in. Brought to you by UNCF and the Ad Council. Rush on the ref, Tyler McComas, Teddy Lehman, Young Family Athletic Center is where we've been hanging out today with some really fun interviews. Just heard from Rayford Young, father of Trey Young. They're super passionate about this area, super passionate about this facility, as you just heard. So that was good stuff from Rayford. We even heard from Jackson Arnold today. Yeah. And we can replay some of that uh, tomorrow for those that didn't hear it. But just to kind of sum up, what Jackson Arnold uh, said with us about an hour ago or so. Uh, like Seth Luttrell, like some of the newcomers that they have on this offense, maybe like Spower Sharp a little bit uh, yeah. as well. So he's pretty athletic. Yeah, yeah. Uh, surrounded by some good good newcomers. The the wide receiver, wide receiver talent is really good. Been able to work on some chemistry with those guys. And, yeah, we were asking him off the air and, 
Uh, I was asking about the Bauer Sharp dude, and he likes him quite a bit, says he's pretty good. So that's going to be fun to see. I mean, that's to me, that's that's one of the big questions, and I, not just to me. I mean, everyone knows that. Tight end, uh, I, I think there's a chance that it turns into a position of strength for us. Needs and to. hasn't been that in a while. Where would that rank for you in terms of spring ball battles you're most interested in seeing? Because I thought about this today, and for whatever reason, I, I didn't sit down and think about it for 10 minutes or anything, but I put down like linebacker spot next to Stutzman. Yeah. I think there's a lot of competition there that interests me. And then, of course, at, at running back, who ultimately wins out there. But tight end's got to be somewhere on the list. Tight end's on. I mean, the one that's that's really there that we don't uh, – all of the offensive line, every position on the offensive line, right? Um, but tight end, absolutely. Running back, absolutely. Uh, inside backer, yes. I think edge. I think uh, cheetah. Uh, corner. Safety. I mean, all of them, uh, for example, the inside backer spot, I feel good about it no matter who it's going to be because, you know, whether it's Kip Lewis, whether it's um, Canick, Kobe McKenzie, you know, some of the younger guys that we didn't see uh, a year ago that redshirted. I mean, there's a bunch of capable guys there. And I feel like the, the level of play there is going to be really good, so I'm really not worried about that. But it's still going to be a really good competition. I mean, Edge, uh, PJ, you know. Big year for him. Big year for him. Some of the young guys coming in, uh, Okoye and those guys, can they make their presence felt? Uh, Woolard, the, the transfer in from Miami of Ohio. Uh, and, and you've got, you know, some of your, your older guys that are coming back. Cheetah. I think Cheetah's really interesting. Kendall Dolby played a bunch of that. Um, obviously, Desan McCola played a bunch of that. And I think some of the – what are we going to get from um, – Harrington. You know, Harrington was playing that Cheetah spot, and we'll see what, what comes of him in the spring or, or into training camp. And safety, I, I don't know who – like Robert Spears Jennings – uh, Peyton Bowen, I, there's a bunch of really good players back there, and how is all that going to sort itself out? I don't know. It's a good problem to have because we're not talking about necessarily who's going to fill spots. It is really some top-notch position battles to see who can earn it. it there's a big yeah. difference from what we've had in years past. Well, and I think, too, it's a big difference in – because we've talked about depth, especially on defense, for so long. Mm-hmm. And not that you haven't needed it in the past, but I, I think that we're probably going to see this year more than any just how important depth, competitive depth, like really good depth at that spot, mm-hmm. re- really is valuable. Because yeah. it felt like in the past, like, okay, who are your two starting safeties? Those guys are going to play the most, and whoever loses out there, they'll play a little bit, but won't be as big of – in a conference like this, in a defense like this, where they rotate guys in and out quite a bit, I, I do think that you're going to see this year just how depth really matters. More games are going to be played, at least yeah. hopefully, right, if you're having a really nice season. Yeah, Depth has always been important in college football. I don't know if it will be as important to OU as it's been in a long time, though, this year, yeah. potentially, if you're in the spot you want to be. Well, you got a, you got a tougher conference, more physical conference, 
you know, it can it turn into a war of attrition to some degree. Um, yeah, you know, last year you have Stutzman goes down for a game or two, and you're kind of in panic mode there. This year, obviously, you want Stutzman to to be there every game, but you know, some of those guys we've developed a really good base of of depth behind them where you're not as panicked. All right, quick timeout. More from the rush coming up. A couple of segments left. Stay tuned. The Ref Radio Sports Network is powered statewide by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, or tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510. Rightway Insurance is an independent insurance company, which means they work for you. They can use their network of providers to search for better coverage and a better deal for your life, health, home, or auto insurance policies. With their help, it's easy to find a better insurance solution. Let them help you search for the best coverage for your needs. Give Rightway Insurance a call today, 405-607-6014. That's 405-607-6014 to get better, more affordable home and auto insurance. That's Rightway Insurance, your insurance advisor. Have you or someone you know suffered a loss to your home or business from the recent storms before you accept a settlement call brown o'haver at 405-735-5510 brown o'haver is a local based company helping oklahomans with claims since 1988 with preparation and expert analysis detailing your loss and insurance settlement as your trusted consultant brown o'haver can give you peace of mind and make sure you're getting what's yours call brown o'haver today 405-735-5510 and make sure they're working for you Mike Steely here for Lasher Home Comfort Systems, your trusted home comfort experts in the Oklahoma City metro area. Tim Lasher and his team have more than 130 years of combined experience. They recognize a significant number of homeowners live with inadequate home comfort systems. They specialize in diagnosing your home system issues while providing more efficiency and reducing your utility costs. As an authorized dealer of American Standard, Tim can service your residence or business. Call Tim and his team at 405-579-3113. Lasher Home Comfort Systems. TJ here for my friends over at Joe's Wines and Spirits. When you're looking for the best liquor store in town, it's right here in Norman. You get professional advice. Go see Kathy and her staff. They have great specials this February also. Black Box Wines, Yellowstone Select, Fireball, and much more. It's important to shop local, so head over to Joe's. Open Monday through Friday, 10 a.m. to 9 p.m. and noon to 5 on Sunday. Follow their Facebook page for the latest information, and you can call ahead for that order, 405-364-9262. Looking for a better way to bank? Join OU Federal Credit Union and experience the difference. If you are tired of hidden fees and impersonal service at your big bank, well, you deserve better, and that's what you'll find at OU Federal Credit Union. They offer competitive rates on loans and savings accounts. Plus, they're a local, member-owned institution. Join OU Federal Credit Union today and discover the benefits of being a part of a community that cares. Visit OUFCU.com or stop by the branches today. Member savings insured up to $250,000 by NCUA. Hey, wouldn't it be great if life came with a remote control? You know, you could hit pause when you needed to, or hit rewind, like that time you knocked down that wasp's nest. Uh oh. Well, life doesn't always give you time to change the outcome, but prediabetes does. With early diagnosis and a few healthy changes, you can stop prediabetes before it leads to type 2 diabetes. To learn your risk, take the one minute test today at doihaveprediabetes.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and its prediabetes awareness partners. 
Orthopedic and Sports Medicine Center is one of the leaders in orthopedics and podiatry surgery in the state. With six orthopedic surgeons and one podiatrist, along with on-site PT and one of the largest open MRIs in the state, they are able to diagnose, treat, and help with recovery for a wide range of injuries. With offices located across the state, they are never too far away. Give them a call at 405-364-7900 or visit them on the web at orthonorman.com for appointments or more information. Sports radio icon Mike Steely. You know, you may not think he's smart, but he is. And OU Insiders, Parker Thune. This dude is just drama of the highest degree. Get you through the midday with the Steelman and Thune at noon. You people really need to get outside and get a life. Mike Steely and Parker Thune, the Steelman and Thune at noon. Weekday afternoons from noon to two on the home of Sooner fans, the Ref Sports Radio Network. Final hour of The Rush, live at the Young Family Athletic Center. The ribbon-cutting dedication. I think they're even giving a toast right now, just outside of the uh, the room that we're currently in right now. But it's been a fun day out here. Talk to Rayford Young, Jackson Arnold, surprisingly. Appreciate everyone associated with the Young Family Athletic Center for having us out today. Old Pate, he did his SEC uh, program rankings a couple of weeks ago. Hmm. He's got the power rankings for the Big 12 programs out, I think, over the weekend. Okay. The criteria, main criteria, on-field production, talent acquisition, and resources slash stability. Okay. So out of those, out of that criteria, who would you have put at number one? Big 12 power rankings, program power rankings. Oh, man. I'll remind you, half the Pac-12 is now in the Big 12 these days yeah it's got to be utah utah's at number one yeah there's a lot of consistency stability there consistency stability i think they've got a lot of things working in their favor um if they i mean it's big for them that cam rising is coming back if he can stay healthy and put together a season like he's capable i think it can really vault them into a really good position where they can kind of take that lead position in the Big 12. Maybe nothing is ever for good, but to be set up in a good spot. They have Zach Wilson's younger brother. I think he just signed in last year's signing class. Really? Maybe he's committed in 25. I think he signed in 2024. So Zach Wilson's little brother, I think he's probably next Say what you want about Zach Wilson in the NFL. He was crazy good in college football. K-State is at number two. Yeah. Oklahoma State is at three. Okay. Texas Tech is at number four. Yeah. Wow. I think T- that's right. TCU at five. KU at six. UCF at seven. Arizona at eight. Iowa State at nine. Colorado at 10. West Virginia at 11. Houston at 12. Arizona State at 13. Baylor all the way back at 14. BYU at 15. Cincinnati back at 16. I think the. I agree with the the ones at the top there. I think the interesting one is that I could I could see really making some big strides as UCF. Same, but they got to win games. You know, they I don't know. Well, who do they? Oh, they have KJ Jefferson as quarterback this year. Yeah. John Rice Plumley's gone. I'm not crazy about KJ Jefferson. They need to find their next starter who's going to be there for yeah. two or three years. If they can, if they can find a little bit of stability and. 
you know, I think it's I think it's going to help them the way the Big Twelve is kind of structured now. But I, I think that's the that's kind of the program to watch. I mean, they've got a they've got a couple years here. They've got top notch coach. You know, they're in a good area for recruiting. You know, I don't know what all of their like all their back end financially looks like, but everything else is there, ready to succeed if they can just. Have some on-field success. BYU at fifteen out of sixteen programs, like they, they kind of harsh. They care about football there. Um, they've got a national fan base. I mean, they're not in the state that just produces the most talent, but they're going to have some in with some kids that others don't because of their, you know, affiliation. It's yeah. just I don't, I don't love the head coach that they have right now in Kalani Sataki. That's a good point. You've got that, and I don't know what their financial backing is behind the program because we can say whatever we want about tradition and history and what teams have looked like, but yeah, how, is, how how much does BYU do you do NIL? I'd be fascinated yeah, to I, know that. I don't know. I I don't know how all of that aligns there now because Utah's doing. Remember the deals Utah's doing, like the guys on the football team. They yeah. get the trucks. Everyone gets a forty thousand dollar car. Yeah, and I think like, like even that. the gymnastics team and the basketball team gets well, that. I know that there is a lot of money out there. I just I don't know if it ends up in their NIL collectives. I don't know how all that works, but I know they have access to a large amount of capital. Whether or not they've tapped into that yet, I don't know. Uh, from the four three zero, as long as Arizona has the quarterback wide receiver combo, they're going to give people fits in the Big Twelve. Yeah, but that's the short term. I mean, with Fafita and McMillan, McMillan, I that's going to be real, that's going to be a one year combination for them though. They're going to have that this year coming up, and that's it. And financially, their program is in some dire straits. They are. I, I don't know how they got to where they are, but they're in they're in a really bad predicament. Uh, hoops, they're doing really good. I mean, they're top five right now, aren't well, they're, they? So. They're, but they're a basketball program, too. So the football team has had some recent success, and that's great. But they're not going to change overnight what their identity of their athletic department is. I, I don't know how much this situation they are in debt affects their athletic program. But the one program on that campus that's not going to go without is is the basketball program. That's right. That, that's the one that's always going to be taken care of more than any other that they have. Yeah, in – you know, it was really, uh, it was really a, uh, I don't know how to necessarily characterize it, but the fact that they were able to keep Fafita and T Mac, as they call them, was uh, that was big time, and it's going to be hard for them to replicate that in the future. They just kind of fell. I, I don't want to say fell into it, but you know, they had a really nice combination at the time. All right, quick timeout. More from the rush coming up. We'll wrap things up next. Stay tuned. Sound off any time of day on the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line at 405-651-3439. Knippelmeyer Chevrolet in Blanchard, USA. There are trucks. Then there's the truck. GMC Sierra with available features like the V8 engine, the ultimate luxury interior, and of course, the available world's first six-function multi-pro tailgate. GMC Sierra. Not just any truck. The truck. 
GMC's continued commitment to professional-grade engineering is on full display at your Oklahoma GMC dealers. Come take a test drive today and see for yourself. We are professional-grade GMC. Attention Sooner basketball fans. Don't miss out on any of the college hoops action as your Sooners men's basketball team takes on Big 12 foes for one last go-around. Coach Porter Moser wants you to bring the electricity to the LNC. So grab a friend, bring a buddy, and join the excitement. Visit Soonersports.com slash tickets to reserve your seats. And we'll see you at the LNC. Boomer Sooner. Have you or someone you know suffered a loss to your home or business from the recent storms? Before you accept a settlement, call Brown O'Haver at 405-735-5510. Brown O'Haver is a local-based company helping Oklahomans with claims since 1988 with preparation and expert analysis detailing your loss and insurance settlement. As your trusted consultant, Brown O'Haver can give you peace of mind and make sure you're getting what's yours. Call Brown O'Haver today, 405-735-5510, and make sure they're working for you. For over 37 years, Bob Moppin has been providing roofing and construction services in Oklahoma for residential and commercial clients. Moppin Roofing and Construction is a locally owned family business. They do work right the first time. Moppin Roofing has insurance specialists to work with your insurance company in resolving your damage claims. Call Bob at Moppin Roofing and Construction at 405-703-3843 for your free estimate today. 405-703-3843 or visit MoppinRoofing.com. Moppin Roofing. Go Sooners. Hey, Sooner fans, are you ready to gear up in style? Look no further than Balfour of Norman on Historic Campus Corner, your one-stop shop for all things Crimson and Cream. Score big with our basketball collection. Whether you're shooting hoops or cheering from the stands, we will have you representing the Sooners with pride. And softball enthusiasts, Balfour has got you covered too. Swing into action with our best-selling gear, whether it's a jersey, tee, hat, or maybe a button or lapel pin. OU alums, show your alma mater love with polos, tees, hats, auto accessories, and more. Even though the semester is just beginning, it's not too early to start planning for the special grads you know. You'll find a great collection of diploma frames and other gifts. Hurry because the spirit of the Sooners is waiting for you at Balfour of Norman or online at crimsonproud.com where you will find everything Sooner. Hi, I'm Todd an og lineman serving Norman. It's my job to provide reliable energy for your home and business. But I can't do that without your support and Yes Vote on March 5th. A Yes Vote on March 5th allows me access to city easements so I can make repairs and restore power in Norman as swiftly and as safely as possible. A Yes Vote on March 5th allows me to respond quickly in an emergency. Help me serve you. Vote Yes to renew the agreement on March 5th. Hi, this is Martina McBride. With online news, social media, and texting available 24-7, the world seems to be spinning faster and faster every day. And it can be overwhelming. Sometimes we just need to unplug and take a break from our electronic devices. It can help reduce stress and allow us to reflect on the things that are really important in our lives. This message brought to you courtesy of the United States Air Force. 
Life can be complicated, but saving money shouldn't be. At OU Federal Credit Union, they make savings simple and stress-free. The best part? They have no hidden fees. Joining OUFCU means you're in control of your financial future. Whether it's a rainy day fund or saving for that dream vacation, they've got you covered. Visit OUFCU.com or come by one of their branches today. OU Federal Credit Union, where savings is simple and dreams come true. Member savings insured up to $250,000 by the NCUA. Would you like to play a more active role in your health? At Hightower Clinical, we believe all Oklahomans should have access to new potential treatment options through clinical trial participation. Our team wants to support you with the best care possible through clinical trials. No health insurance is required. Compensation is available for eligible study participants, and study care is provided at no cost. Having the chance to go through a trial and find out if something works for them and makes their life easier, I would recommend them do it. To learn more, scan this QR code and visit our website. Final segment of the day, Riverwind Casino and Hotel, bringing you the final hour of the rush. No midweek game, no Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday game for OU basketball. They are off until Saturday when they go to Stillwater to take on Oklahoma State. I believe Kansas is uh, gets a week off as well until they play their next game. But we do have a big Monday game tonight in the Big 12, two of them actually. But the headliner is a top six matchup, top mm. six matchup. Number six, Iowa State at number two, Houston tonight. Then you have K-State at Texas at 8 p.m. on ESPN2. Iowa State and Houston, 8 p.m. on ESPN. No. That'll be a big-time game. And they're, they're both tied right now at the top of the Big 12 standings at 9-3. and three. I know Houston is a hell of a basketball team. What's their... What's their uh, arena like? Is it a the Fertitta Center? Is it loud? Is it? Do they pack it, it in? It looks like I've never been there before, but it looks like it's a on the smaller end of arenas, maybe in this conference. But it looks like they get pretty good support from That's the good. students, and like they've they've been good now for a few years. It looks like they get pretty good crowds in there. Yeah, and, and you know how it is. Like Houston has been good at basketball for a while, and now they're stepping up to the Big Twelve. Yeah, so. They're in this conference with new teams coming in. I, I'm going to guess they're drawing some of the best crowds they've had in a long time. Should be, should be. Uh, that's. Uh, I'm anxious to see that because I haven't had a chance to see a whole lot of Houston yet this year for whatever reason. Uh, I've only seen bits and pieces of them. Is that the late tip eight? Well, both games tonight are at eight p.m. Good. Yeah. Yeah. All right. And awesome. like I said, Iowa State and Houston, those are your two teams tied atop of the conference and. Like, I remember talking about the OU-Iowa State game. That was OU's – that's who OU opened up the Big 12 slate with. Looked good. And we talked about the importance of that game, even though it was early. But we were talking more about the Iowa State game of, okay, this isn't the easiest home game that you're going to have, but it also falls in that category of right. you kind of need to win. I did not think that this would be an Iowa State team that would be – number six in the country this late in the season with that being said are we are we pulling for iowa state hell yeah yeah heck yeah are you kidding me i think that's right that's yeah they've turned into a really good team and you know there's no difference between us now and them i that's whenever our team was playing with a lot of confidence you know and rightfully so they had that long long win streak going there for a time before they got beat by north carolina but i mean they were shooting the ball really well early this season, and that's. I mean, there's there's also, there's clearly some some things there where you know they're they've been exposed and and they've got some issues, but 
right now the main issue for them is hitting wide open looks. Like they, they got you got to hit the wide open looks when you get them. Yeah, and back to the confidence thing. It feels like if there's a drought where they miss a few in a row, then that that's that's where the confidence thing comes worse. into play. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Well. And okay. Kansas started off extremely cold in that game. It's like yeah. they saw one fall, and then all of a sudden it got better for them. That that was just to be up eleven in that game and end up losing by ten. That's mm. um, that's that's a tough one. Yeah, that was a that was a big swing there. All right, well, uh, this was fun today. Got to hear from Rayford Young, Jackson Arnold stopping in was really cool. Uh, Richie Split uh, stopped in with us as well. That was that was cool today. I'm I'm glad that this place is open. This is. This is well done. This is big time. So, fun day. All right, that's it for us. You guys killed it on the text line. As always, you drive the show. We're just along for the ride. Let's all go have an ice-cold Pacifico. You're listening to the home of Sooner fans.